I would like to... The Lord really burdened me all day about this. I want to just ask you to pray. Uh, Brother Rumsey and his wife have been serving the Lord faithful all these years. And his ministry is its nothing to do with him. He wants to keep on going until the Lord calls him home. But it's just simply that uh, the sport and everything, he's um, it just stopped. And I know that there's a friend of mine that, uh, in a situation, I talked with him one day about it. I said, well, uh, the president said he would help if you get in touch and see if he gets the help. And he did, and he got $250,000 uh, to help him in his work. And uh, then two other fellows did the same thing. And so I know that there's help out there for him, but not for pastors, not for uh, just the work of the Lord. Uh, that's not in there for those kind of people. And and uh, what I'll be doing this week, uh, I'd like for you to pray about it much. Uh, just supporting him, do something for him special, above and beyond anything else. To just ask the Lord to lay on your heart what you could do to give towards his ministry. And I'll be writing a letter this week to the whole church, asking them to ask everybody just to take part in that ministry and helping them at this time. I know we've helped them many times before in truck problems and tire problems and things, and boy, it has meant everything to them. But they've kept right on going for the Lord all these years. And think of all the souls that's been saved through that ministry. It's a simple ministry, but it's a very hard ministry. But right now, it's just shut down. I mean, it's just like me. I feel so... Uh, burden sometimes that I can't go to the hospital. By the way, Mrs. Juanita Wilson is back in the hospital. Uh, she's having um, uh, respiratory problems again, and so please pray for her. But I can't even go see her. They won't let me go. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it hurts me so not to be able to take part in the ministry of visiting and going and seeing people. And I was listening to him today thinking about, man, what would you do if he was in the ministry like he's in and they just slam the doors to the jails and you can't go, you can't minister like you've always ministered all these years. It's got to be devastating to him. And so uh, just pray about it and I'll be writing a letter. Just uh, whatever the Lord lays on your heart, if you'll make it to the missions and, and sign under his name, uh, whatever you want to do, uh, Brother Rumsey, and I'll see that he gets it. Uh, now tonight, if you would please turn to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Pray much, as I said, for the Jack family. Family, uh, I just I love that family. They they mean so much to me, and they go into a very hard time. Brother Jack went to be with the Lord this morning, and. Uh, the family is having a hard time with it. But just pray about it, if you would, please. Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end commanding to his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples, and said unto him, Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, 
Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the deaf are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that you'll bless each one that's come. And those that listen, Lord, by just uh, just bless our hearts, we pray. We need to be blessed from on high. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I was reading and studying these verses today, and if there's one thing that I've tried to do all these years in preaching and ministry is I believe this was all my soul. Jesus is the answer to everything. I don't care what's going on in your life. Uh, Jesus is the answer to it. Where it's religious questions or secular questions, I believe Jesus is the answer to it. And in these verses of Scripture, John asked if this person that he had heard about who worked uh, unhuman miracles was the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus gave John the answer to all his questions. Now, as a pastor, I'm being, through these times of this crisis that we're going through right now, uh, people are calling me and asking me uh, how to handle things. Did you know a lot of people can't handle pressure? I mean, just pressure. Where it's uh, losing a, a job, where it's losing their health, where it's losing finances, or just... Uh, uh, no matter what it is, uh, I was talking to a man at the bank that handles our little bit of money we got, and he said, Pastor, you can't believe one man lost $250,000 on, on the stocks that he had in the bank. I said, good night. Man, that, that would be devastating, wouldn't it? He said, don't worry about your 10 cents, it's covered. <laughs> but uh, I thank God that the Lord seen fit for us to be took care of. But at the same time, I, I've thought about it. He said, they ain't the only one. He said, there's multiple just like that. It's losing everything they got. And losing houses, losing jobs, losing their health, having nervous breakdowns, people committing suicide. They just can't handle life. I'm glad I was brought up on old farm like I was brought up. I really am. You know why? We didn't have much. I laugh at these people today that you get these kids and they want to keep them all in the house. You know, let them tear up the house and raise sand in the house. You know what my mom and daddy told me? Get out of here. That's it. You didn't get to stay in the house. I mean, when the sun come up, we got out. When the sun went down, we come back in. And not until. And I learned to eat berries in the woods and wild fruit and stuff in the woods. Had the best time of my life. Thought I was the happiest guy in town. Found out we didn't have anything. As I got older, I found <laughs> my daddy was poor in that family. And I found out over the years God's took care of me. Amen. And I believe it all my soul. I'm glad I was brought up like that. I don't have anything to lose. <laughs> you know, I'm dishonest to goodness. I don't. Have, I, I got everything to gain, and every day to me is gain. And I just praise the Lord for it. And I do believe with all my soul that Jesus is the answer to every question that man has. For instance, Jesus answered from the uh, the trouble uh, mind, "Art thou he that should come, 
Yes, He is. Second answer, from the past, Jesus said, look at the past. Look at what I've done. You know I know Jesus is God in the flesh? I look at what He's done in the past. Amen? Think about it. Look at what I've done. Jesus had healed the sick, raised the dead, and on and on. Uh, Jesus answered questions about the present. Jesus said, And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. You know what? All oh, ever since I've been serving the Lord, people's tried to offend, uh, just offend me or, or make fun of me of being a Christian. You know what that makes me feel like? I feel good about it. Amen. If somebody making fun of me about being like Christ, help yourself. Amen. I'm glad I'm a Christian today. Uh, Jesus healed the sick and raised the dead, and on and on. He also uh, he said he'd be offended in me. Notice when you, when you stop and consider Jesus Christ, Jesus is the answer. It's not drugs. Did you know that drugs just kills your brain, just deadens your brain? It's not liquor. Alcohol just dulls your mind. It, it's not things. Things just last for a while. It's not worldly possessions. Possessions just get old and deteriorate. It's not influence, because you'll get old and lose your influence. I used to laugh at preacher. Uh, the old preacher told me one time, he said, Son, you better learn to enjoy your preaching now while you're young, because when you get old, there's no demand for old preachers. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, thanks a lot. That's something to look forward to. Amen. But at the same time, Jesus is answered. John 3, Nicodemus came to Jesus and asked, How can a man be born when he is old? And Jesus answered, You must be born again. The thief on the cross said, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus is answered, This day shall thou be with me in paradise. Now, what I'm saying here is this. If you have questions troubling your mind today, come to Jesus. He's answer every question you have. Three things I want to give you here tonight very quick. Jesus is available. I used to be under a pastor, and he thought so highly of himself that he had three secretaries, and you had to make an appointment to see him. And you couldn't see him today. I mean, you know, you had to make an appointment him two or three days down the road, and then you had to go through the first secretary, secretary, and then his private secretary, and then you could go in and see him. Now, brother, I got news for you. If I want to see Jesus, I ain't got to see a secretary in town. Yeah. Ain't nobody I got to go through to see my Jesus. I can go right directly to him. You know why? He's available. Yeah, you don't need an appointment. Just go to Him. He's waiting on you. Jesus is always available. Uh, can't get, people can't get in your way. Doors can't keep you out. Secretaries, you don't need any appointment. Simply come to Jesus. He's always available. Amen? And I like that. Jesus is always available for salvation. Him that cometh to me, I'll in no wise cast out. That's salvation. Uh, he's available for guidance. Jesus said, follow me. You follow Jesus, you'll stay out of trouble. Amen? Hey, Jesus is available for prayer. Jesus said, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I use that verse all the time. Amen? That's God's Word. God said it. If you'll do it, I believe you'll do it. Amen? And God said, ask, I'll do it. Jesus is available for companionship. 
Did you know there's no Christian ever got a right to ever say I'm lonely? You're not alone. Jesus is always with you. I lay there in my bed of many a night, you know, and I lay there on my pillow. I, I don't know what it is. I guess in old age you get, uh, what is that, lasagna? No, that's something good to eat. What's that? Uh, what is it? That's what I said. Asomnia. And you, you can't sleep. Let's put it that way. And I lay there some nights now and I, I just stare at the ceiling, you know. And, and I think about the Lord's with me. You know, and I start quoting verses and talking to the Lord through the Word of God. And he talks back to my heart. And I'm never alone. Never alone. He's always there with me. Now what I'm saying is, you might have a thousand questions today. But I guarantee you one thing, Jesus is available. He's always there for you. Jesus is not only available, but Jesus is concerned. In John chapter 17, verse 1, Jesus prayed for you and I. And today, people don't have time for you and your problems. Uh, they just don't really care uh, what you're going through. They really don't. And, and I say this to people all the time. Listen, if you're a Christian today, and somebody comes up to you and says, uh, uh, Brother Strong, pray for me. You know what you ought to do? You'll start right there and pray for them. Right there where you're at and pray for them. I've learned that in the last few months. I used to say, I'll pray for you, and then I'll go home, get by myself, and pray for you. I don't do that anymore. If you call me and ask me, I'll pray for you on the phone. I'm going to pray for you anywhere I can. I'm going to pray for you now. You know why? I care. And I don't want you to walk away Well, he don't care. Amen? Yes, I do care, but I got one, I got news for you. If nobody cares, Jesus still cares. Jesus is concerned with our prejudice. Jesus loved the Jew, the Gentile, the lonely, the down and out, the rich, the poor. Jesus loved the black, the white, the yellow, the whatever. It doesn't matter. Jesus is not prejudiced. Jesus loves everybody. I say this and I believe it with all my heart. We could change the world today if we could get them to love Jesus. We could change the whole mess if we could just get them to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus loved without compensation. Jesus ne never did anything for money or fame. Did you know that? He didn't need no money from you. He didn't need fame from man. Jesus did everything because of His uh, compassion. He just wanted to do it for somebody. Most people today want to know how much does it cost me or what am I going to get out of it. And I've had people, that, listen, I had a lady years ago come to our church and and she found out it used to I lay brick and block and built fireplaces and things and she said, Pastor, I want you to build me a fireplace. You build a beautiful fireplace. I want you to build me a fireplace. I said, I can't. Now I'm in the ministry. I, I gotta keep going. I want you to come by me. So I went down and bought a thousand dollars. I went over and bought the material and built her a fireplace. When I got through I said, Ma'am, I'd like to get my money. Oh, I'm not gonna pay you. Yeah? And I thought to myself, you know, that's right where most people is at. But you know what? Jesus is not that way. Jesus does it just because He loves you. Amen? When Jesus saw a blind beggar on the roadside, He said, Receive your sight. You know what He did? He gave it to him. Me and my wife decided something a few years ago, and I'm not asking you to do this, but I want to tell you how we work, okay? 
if you come to me and want to borrow some money, we just give it to you. I'm serious. I'd rather give it to you and you not pay me back me get mad at you. And if I give it to you and you give it back, praise the Lord. But if you don't, so what? Amen? And it's just that way. So don't you come off me no money. I, ain't giving, I don't have anything. You don't see my pockets? When my, when my daughter was here this morning, I laughed at her today. Today was her birthday. Her, and uh, I remember when she got married and the money it cost uh, us to have the wedding. I had a big wedding for her. And I got a picture of me with both pockets turned inside out. <laughs> That's the way it was, too. Took up a dime we had, but we had a good time doing it. Amen? Listen, Jesus don't need to be paid back. He just loves you. Besides all this, Jesus has all power. Philippians 2, 9-11 tells us that He has all power. Amen? No matter what uh, your need is today, Jesus can take care of it. He has all power. There's a lot of things that I would like to do for people, but I can't. You ever been to a hospital room and somebody was dying of cancer and you'd like to see them get up and get out of there? Man, I'd like to see them healed. I'd like to see them without cancer. I can't do that. I don't have that kind of power. I've seen people that, you know, I'd just like to give them money to buy them a home or buy them a car. Or, or, and I don't have it. I don't have that kind of money. And just you could go on and on of the things that you would like to do for people, but you just can't because you don't have that power. But Jesus does. I don't care what it is in your life, He's got the power to do it. He's got the whereby to do it. All power is given to me, Jesus said. Not in big, beautiful homes, not in money, not in cars and trucks, not in things. All power is in the Lord Jesus Christ. You probably have a thousand questions, but I have news for you. Jesus has answered them every one. Listen, blind Fanny Crosby could write, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Can you imagine that? Being blind, cannot see, and yet she could write what a beautiful song. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Jesus is the answer to those who are crippled. Lastly, Jesus is the answer to the lost sinner. John 14, verses 1 through 6. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus cares for you. Jesus cares about your life. Jesus cares about your life after death. Now, here's what I'm saying today. If you ever ask Jesus just to take care of you. Just take care of me, Lord. Watch over and keep me. I'm not a nut. I am afraid of this virus. I really am. Down in my heart, there's something about this mess that just troubles me that if you got it, it could kill you. Amen? But I'm not going to live in a shell. I'm not going to hide and get behind everything and not fellowship and not carry on the work of the Lord because you know why? I trust my Lord. I really do. I want to serve Him. I want to keep going. And here's what I do every day of my life. Now, Lord, You take care of me. I'm going to watch after myself the best I know how. But you don't know who's got this stuff. And you don't know who can give it to you. Just being near and around somebody. I'm not going to live in fear. 
I'm not going to just cuddle up in a corner somewhere. You got to live. You got to go on. And you know how to do that? Trust the Lord. Amen. Just say, Lord, take care of me. Now I'm going to watch after myself, and I'm not going to be foolish. But at the same time, Lord, I need your help. And I need the Lord's help in my finances. I need the Lord's help in my health. I need the Lord's help in everything that I do. And I believe Jesus is the answer. I really do. Whatever you need, Jesus is the answer to it. Amen? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, as I thought about this message today, I thought I, how sorry I feel in my heart for those that know not Jesus. They don't even know Him. They don't know how to fellowship with Him. They've never trusted Him as Savior, so they don't have Him in their heart, and they're not in Him, and Him in us, so they don't know what I'm talking about. But dear Lord, ever saved person on the face of this earth has a shelter in a time of storms. And that's our Savior, Lord Jesus. And I thank you so much for taking care of us. And I ask you to continue to help us to rely on you and pray and seek thy face and ask you to take care of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.